Reformed and evangelical, confessional and missional, this is Creeds and Deeds. Hear the word of the Lord from Psalm 119. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in his ways. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous rules. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. That was Psalm 119, verses 1 through 8. And this is the word of our Lord. Westminster Shorter Catechism, question 88. What are the outward and ordinary means whereby Christ communicates to us the benefits of redemption? Answer. The outward and ordinary means whereby Christ communicates to us the benefits of redemption are his ordinances, especially the word, sacraments, and prayer, all which are made effectual to the elect for salvation. Scripture proof, Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. All right, thank you for joining me today for Creeds and Deeds. Um, I hope you enjoyed my episode yesterday uh, with my Witness Wednesday. And I just wanted to say a couple of things about that episode. Um, first thing is just I wanted to like clarify just a little bit on a couple of the things that were said uh, first of all is uh, the the conversation regarding purgatory um, you know that's a that's an age-old discussion that goes back and forth between uh, Christians and uh, Catholics and the thing I want to say about it is and I tried to stress this yesterday when I was talking uh, but I just want to try and stress it a little more, is that we are saved by faith, through grace, by Christ, alone. There is no other way that we can be saved. And Christ is the perfect sacrifice, the perfect Lamb of God. And He fully paid all of our sins, and He has fully cleansed us from all of our sins. So, purgatory is 
a teaching that I, I find it to be almost um, insulting to the Savior because it says that Jesus isn't actually needed, that you can go to heaven just by, uh, you know, trying to do your best on earth and then going and knowing that one day you'll have the rest of your sins burned off. As long as you don't commit any really bad sins that deserve, that make you, that deserve hell or whatever, you can just get the rest of them burned off. But if that's the case, then why did Jesus come to die? Why did the Son of God have to come from his, from his throne in heaven to earth and be brutally crucified by the Romans and have, be, and have, his, uh, have the eternal punishment of everybody's sins placed on his soul and be separated from his Father? What, what was the point? There is no point. Because God could have just let us all burn off all our sins in purgatory. So um, it's honestly in, in a doctrine that insults the, the very reason for a Savior. Um, yeah. And then the second thing, uh, he said something to the effect of, you know, like, oh, I've gone to Chaldean church and they know Muslims. And, you know, but the Muslims believe in... Allah and all of that, uh, how do we know they aren't going to go to heaven? So the Bible is very clear. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. Nobody can come to the Father except through me. Uh, There is no other way to the Father except through the saving faith of Jesus Christ who redeems us from our sins. You cannot be saved unless you trust wholly in the Jesus of the Bible for your salvation. Um, and then the other thing that he said is, uh, you know, he said, yeah, we can have these discussions, but uh, we should, we need to, you know, come together as Christians to fight this evil. Uh, so Paul said in the Bible that our battle is not with flesh and blood, but against the principalities and powers of the present evil age. And so, in a way, I do agree agree with him that we do, as Christians, need to fight against evils in the world, you know, and um, reform theology or the Reformation, you know, throughout history has even said that we should come together with people that we disagree with in order to, uh, um, what am I trying to say, to uh, fight an evil that's going on in the world. So, for instance, with abortion. We can come together with people that might not even believe the same things we believe in order to fight something as evil as abortion. Uh, But we're not fighting against people. We're fighting against the principalities and powers of the present evil age. And if you look in other Paul's writings, it says that our sword, our only offensive weapon, is the word of God. So how we fight that is by having those discussions and being built up more and more in the Christian faith and digesting the meat of the word and understanding what the faith is and then sharing that faith with others and bringing them to Christ. And for anybody that doesn't know, um, I used to be an atheist and I used to have uh, a, I used to be very liberal. I was raised in a conservative household, uh, Republican and all of that, but I got into punk rock and I was really, really uh, liberal. 
and I believed in, uh, um, I believe that, you know, homosexuals were an oppressed people and that they should, you know, love is just whatever. Anybody can love whoever they want. And I believed in, um, you know, I used to help campaign for the, uh, um, it was in South Dakota, they were trying to overturn abortion and, or they're trying to make a, uh, a law against abortion. And there was another group that was like the pro-abortion people and they were called like, healthy families or strong families or something and I believe that you know women should be able to get abortions and uh, I, I I had a lot of very liberal views about this type of stuff and all that stuff wasn't changed because somebody came to me with these great arguments and uh, all of that no my mind on all that stuff was changed because Christ regenerated my heart when I became a Christian Um, almost immediately my views on those things started to line up more and more with the Bible and as I was discipled by strong Christians I came more and more in line with understanding the truth of God's Word and what how he sees human life and how he sees the sanctity of marriage and how marriage is a covenant between a man and a woman that represents the covenant between Christ and his church and we can't like go against God's Word so my point of that is is that when we're trying to change the world, how we do it is not by having, you know, superior moral arguments and knowing more and thinking that, you know, by by passing laws we're going to make the world a better place. The way to do it is to spread the gospel day in and day out and those and those people's hearts as they are changed will be more and more brought into line with the word of God and what Christ has to say about us. All right, so I still want to go over uh, today's um, uh, confession of faith, Um, but I'm going to have to go... Actually, I'm already at seven minutes here. I think I'm just going to go ahead and cut it off, and we'll continue the confessions on Monday, or Tuesday, I mean, after uh, Faithful Friday and uh, Church History Monday. Um... You know, and then the last thing to say that I have to say is about uh, about Keith. I think that was the name, right? Keith. Yeah. Um, is you know we don't know people's hearts. Um, the Roman Catholic Church has a lot of problems with it. It does not believe in the uh, in the sufficiency of Scripture. It doesn't believe in the perfect priesthood of Jesus Christ. It believes that we need other intercessors to come between us and Jesus to talk to God. Um, They do not believe in faith alone, grace alone through faith alone, and Jesus Christ alone. Um, There's a lot of other problems too. But there are people within the Catholic Church that love Jesus and know him as their Savior. And I don't know what Keith's heart is right now, but no matter what, we need to be praying for everybody, whether they are Christians or not, whether they're Catholics or LDS or Jehovah's Witnesses or Protestants, we need to be praying for everybody that they will continue to repent of their sins and trust in Christ and, uh, you know, run the race to the finish, just like what Paul says. So... 
pray for Keith and pray for me. Pray for your friends and family, Christians and non-Christians, and uh, just, you know, continue to share the gospel. Um, and then Keith just had a uh, prayer request that he sent me a message about. And so I just wanted to share that. And he said, he asked um, that we would, I'm sorry, I'm just going to read it here. Please pray for my daughter, Amelia. She has special needs, and her mother did someone, uh, did something that was pretty evil. Please pray for Amelia's mom, Jennifer, and her current husband, John, and their four other children. Uh, So when we go to our prayer uh, during our petitions, I'll be praying for them, but I'd ask you to also pray for them. And then the last thing is, is I just wanted to uh, shout out a couple of podcasts that uh, were shared with me on my, uh, on Facebook recently. Let me just get there real quick. Uh, One of them is called Heart Share, and it is an awesome podcast where you actually, uh, the host is having different people come on and share their testimony. And I'll tell you what, it's really cool, and it lifts you up in, a, in your faith in, the, in a awesome way to uh, hear other people's um, testimonies about how they came to Christ and the lives that were changed by Christ and how He saved them. Um, and then another one that I've been uh, checking out is the... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get to it here. Um, another one that I've been looking at here lately is, uh, trying to get to it, sorry. Uh, personal development for men. Um, this podcast, it's about, uh, Christian values, um, but it also makes, uh, for a broader audience, uh, it's for all men, Christian or not. And, uh, you can use, or you can go to manlyhood.com, that's his website, and you can, uh, Uh, Men can learn there just about becoming better men. And uh, in that process, it'll help, hopefully, the uh, host's hope is to use that ministry to help men find Jesus as they learn to become better men. And I was just thinking, I keep seeing these signs around up here, back of people's cars, guys' cars that say MTFU. That means man the F up. And... uh, I just wanted, I just reminded me of a bumper sticker that I used to see when I was a kid that said, you know, real men love Jesus. And that's the truth. You know, we want people in our society to man up. The only way to actually do that is to get them to love Jesus. All right, before I ramble on anymore, I'm going to let everybody go. But have a good night, and we will see you tomorrow for Faithful Friday. All right, now let's go to God with a time of meditation and prayer from His Word, which is sufficient for us and that we can meditate on and that we can pray on and we can know that we're coming before the throne of grace boldly in the name of Jesus, our only intercessor. So now clear your hearts and your minds as we come before our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. With this verse of preparation, 
Psalm 42, verses 1, or, yeah, verses 1 and 2. As the deer pants for water brooks, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? And now, hear this verse of adoration to bring you into worship of God. From Habakkuk 3, verses 17 through 19. Though the fig tree should not blossom, and there be no fruit on the vines, though the yield of though the yield of the olive should fail and the fields produce no food though the flock should be cut off from the fold and there be no cattle in the stalls yet i will exult in the lord i will rejoice in the god of my salvation the lord god is my strength he has made my feet like the hind's feet and makes me walk on my high places. All right, and now a verse of confession from James verses or chapter 4 verse 17. Therefore, to one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is a sin. So now confess your sins to God. And like it says in this chapter, in this verse specifically, confess your sins of omission. Because it's easy to think of the things that we did do that we shouldn't have, the things that we've committed. But what about the things that we didn't do that we should do? How have you loved your neighbor? How have you neglected your Bible reading and your prayer? How have you neglected to give to the poor, to help out the widow and the the, uh, uh, orphan? How have you failed to evangelize and to love your neighbors? Confess those sins to God now and ask for him to forgive you for all of the ways that you failed to obey him when he's told you to do something. All right, now a verse of thanksgiving. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given you in Christ Jesus, that in everything you were enriched in him, in all speech and all knowledge even as the testimony concerning Christ was confirmed in you, so that you are not lacking in any gift, awaiting eagerly the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. And finally, a verse of supplication to make your requests known to God, to come to Him with the things of this world that you want, that you need Him to do for you. 
or for those around you. Come to him with all your prayer requests boldly, knowing that in Jesus you have access to the Father. Psalm 119, verses 75 through 77. I know, O Lord, that your judgments are righteous, and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. Oh, may your loving kindness comfort me according to your word to your servant. May your compassion come to me that I may live, for your law is my delight. And let's pray for Keith's family. Let's pray for his daughter, Amelia, and for Jennifer and her current husband, John, and their four children. Father, I thank you for Keith. I thank you that you were brought me, that we can have a conversation with him, that you brought us together on Facebook and connected us. And I thank you for the technology that even though we're in opposite parts of the country, that we could talk and share with each other over Facebook. God, I thank you for his zeal and his desire for the to see the betterment of our country and to see people turn away from their evil ways and to turn to you. God, I pray for his daughter, Amelia, that you would be with her and guide her and that you would help uh, Keith and Amelia's mom to be strong as they raise her through the uh, trials of a special of special needs and God I pray I just want you to or I also ask you to work in Jennifer's life and her husband John's life and their four kids life God bring them to knowledge of you bring them to repentance and faith in you as their only savior and God I just ask that for all of them, for the whole family and for John, uh, for Keith and for Amelia, that you would give them a knowledge of you, give them repentance unto life, and bring them into a Bible-believing, Christ-exalting, people-loving church, a church that you are glorified in. And now, together, let's share. Let's recite the Lord's Prayer, praying to our God and our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I uh, am glad that you're here, and that you've been listening to my podcast. And if you're a new listener, thank you for coming over. Uh, one thing I just wanted to add, a little note here, is... The Anchor, the app that I use to record these podcasts, has uh, created a new feature where you can actually click a link and leave me a voicemail. So if you uh, go to the bottom of the pay of the notes, you'll see my link there to leave a voicemail. Would you click on that and leave me a voicemail? 
uh, that would be awesome because I would love to be able to share your voicemails on my podcast. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. Uh, Give me some words of encouragement or a question. I would love to answer your questions on the show. So if you give me a question, I will do my best to answer it. And uh, thank you. And have a good day.